All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful DC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. From grandmothers who whispered in their baby girl ear, to fathers on dimly lit street corners instructing young soldiers to always keep their eyes open. You be queen. You were fire. You were passed through centuries on the hands of your daughters. They called you wisdom. Proverbs. On the backs of diamond-eyed school children who grew into hymnals recited by amethyst-holding urban philosophers who recited neighborhood commandments out of the windows of restored El Camino chariots to keep the warmth in their blood. Be wise. Be smart. Be black opal, brown quartz, bloodstone, and prayer. Be every form of gem. See, king told scribe, scribe told son, son told wife, wife told her daughter, and daughter told the ancestors, and the ancestors told me that you would come to give wisdom to thousands. They said you would come, dropping gem, dropping gem. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest on the line. Introduce her right. Debbie Brown, Chief Impact Officer at Chopra Global. Passionate advocate for women of color and wellness. Master well-being educator. Mariah Carey in the face-ass person. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was good for a little bit. It was going good. And it took a left. Debbie Brown. Good morning, Deb. Oh, good morning, family. You guys are... I. Congratulations, first and foremost, on being legends and making history with the Radio Hall of Fame. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, congrats, and congratulations to you for all of the important work that you've been doing. Thank you. Thank you. How you hold it up during the pandemic? How was that for you? You know what? I got to say, uh, wildly challenging off top, but mm -hmm. it's been probably one of the best years of my life. Really? Why? You know, I really deepened my spiritual journey. 
uh, I was already on this path and I was, you know, kind of diligently doing the work. And then this gave me opportunity to kind of deepen some of that healing, to understand uh, ways in which to help other people heal. And, you know, this time it, I feel like it's been challenging for quite a, a lot of people because so many are meeting themselves for the first time, you know, spending that much time with themselves and being in their thoughts. But if you let it, it can be so beautiful. Mm -hmm. You get to the root of anything that was holding you back. You have the chance to cultivate a really deep, beautiful internal relationship with self. There's just a, there's a lot of opportunity to it. Well, let's talk about your journey and how this became your calling. Yes. How you well, went from Chuck I Taylor's to Chakras. <laughs> well, y'all know I started in radio, uh, born and raised in LA. You know, I, the thing that led me to radio was I was so deeply curious about storytelling, curious about myself, curious about the world. Like radio is one of the most sacred, in my opinion, art forms. Like you get to share space in someone's mind. And I loved it for so long. But then when I started my journey, I just found that I was really called to study metaphysics. I was really called to study trauma. And I kind of just found myself not easily being able to stay up on current events or, you know, really wanting to just talk about some other things. And so I pivoted and I went into to the self-care, wellness, mindfulness world, which I did it kind of before the big bang hit on social media of wellness. Mm -hmm. And so uh, it was very uncharted territory. I didn't know if I made the right choice for a long time. <laughs> But I stuck with it and I felt, you know, I just feel like my calling is to help people heal. You know, we, we throw these terms around that we say, you know, mental health, we say mindfulness, we say wellness, we say healing. What What is all of that to you? And in particular, mindfulness, what is that to you? So mindfulness is, it's really rooted in a slowing down. Um, kind of, you know, the very simplified term would be to be mindful, to have things kind of top of mind, to have a seed of intention that's been planted and that's the way you're navigating your spiritual values in the world. But what I think it is more clearly, and I think a lot of the conversation around healing, it's like mental health here, mindfulness, wellness here. And it's like, you have to have both and they have to be integrated for you to really live the fullest life possible. You have to do some of that deeper trauma healing, which mental health is so great for talk therapy. Somatic therapy is so beautiful for, but you also need that piece that makes it real for you and not just stuck in your brain, not just intellectualizing it. It has to come down to your heart so that you can actually embody and live it. So why do they go hand in hand? Why do mental health and mindfulness go hand in hand, you think? Well, you have to have integration. So you have to have the mind, body, soul connection to have the full experience of being a whole human being. And a lot of times when we just focus on the mental health point, which is just incredibly important, but when we just focus on that, you're missing so many other opportunities to love yourself, to get to know yourself. You know, part of, part of the reason we're so disconnected from ourselves is because we feel foreign in our own bodies, especially if you're a person of color. You know, you were trained through systemic racism, through years of ancestral trauma to not really feel safe in your own body. And so self-care is really such a radical form of revolution for us as people of color to really be able to sit inside yourself and enjoy where you're spending that time to be able to even touch yourself, to love your body, you know, to feel yourself. It's so, so important. And I think so many people don't realize how rare that is, especially depending on your circumstance. You know, even to hold eye contact with another person is so sacred and intimate. And so many people have uh, a real 
a real challenge being able to do that because of how they experience themselves. What was the turning point for you that, that got you that that got you really into it? Was it something that you seen? Was it some trauma that happened to you? Was it a friend's trauma? Like what got you so into it? You know, I think we all walk around with so much stored trauma. And sometimes it's trauma that really was passed down to us genetically through our DNA, through our ancestral trauma that we have. And, you know, we when you have different experiences, like maybe you're a little more angry or maybe, you know, you're depression prone or anxiety, a lot of it is things that are so outside of your control. And so I started noticing that, you know, in my own healing, I'm the only child raised by a single parent. It was a very emotionally isolating experience sometimes, you know, which any only child's listening, I know that you can feel me. People think we're spoiled, but in fact, we're just introspective. Uh, but, you know, it's um, when I started really investigating myself, looking back at my history, looking back at my experiences and seeing what I thought they meant about me. So much of the things that happen to us when we're children, even if they're not major, you know, perceived major traumas, they plant these seeds of how we grow to feel about ourselves and how we grow to see the world. And so when I started really investigating, like, why do I think this way? Why do I feel that way? Why do I experience like a charge in my chest or an anxiety when this happens? And you slowly start peeling back the layers. And before you know it, it's like this memory as a three-year-old of misinterpreting something that happened that planted a seed that you built upon and built upon and built upon and before you knew it you know you were in a space where maybe you didn't really care about yourself or you didn't think you were worth it or worthy and I think that this idea of worthiness uh, so many people grow up really all the human experience is is remembering your wholeness everyone has seeds of feeling like they're unworthy uh, at one time or another and many for their entire lives and you don't quite know why. And so doing a lot of that self-investigation, doing different things that allow you to feel connected to the inside of yourself, to feel connected to your journey, it helps you start really releasing that narrative so that you can live the fullest life possible. Do you, do you think the circumstances of this past year make it easier or more difficult to, to go on a spiritual journey? I think a little bit of both, you know, there's always that kind of yin and yang that that polarity, I think for a lot of people that were already awakened, you were tested more deeply, it was really like, can you put this work to the test in this moment. And that's what I really had to do. I've been doing this work, I've been meditating many, many years. And then being in this global pandemic, I'm like, okay, it's time to step up my self care routine, I got to supercharge it, the things that I was doing to show up for myself in this moment, it's not enough. So how else can I best love myself and love this moment? How can I lean into uncertainty? I think some people were thrust into like a radical shift. Maybe people who didn't even feel that they believed in this kind of stuff, you just are brought to your knees and you're forced to surrender. Um, and I think for other people, because that's just the way the human brain works, it, it further solidified to them whatever narrative they created about the world being unsafe. You know, it's been so for dope. People, okay, you. For people who want to get started on a spiritual journey but don't know where to begin, what would you tell them would be one of the first steps? Oh, man. You know, one of the first steps is just really setting the intention to become more and to be better. There's so much power in planting the seed of intention. Um, and you can do that with affirmations. You know, depending especially on your cultural belief system, there is so much... 
um, so many family systems that really restrict your ability to connect to yourself and so many belief systems that tell you, you have to have a middleman to get to the divine, to get to God, but God resides in all of us. Like our ability to grow and transcend is always there and trusting that we have a right to access that goodness and that deeper connection on our own is so important. But I would say really just saying out loud, you know, one of my first, when I first started this path, it came as me on my knees bawling and saying, God, I surrender, use me, you know? And I think in the mindfulness world, whatever you like to call your higher power, if you believe in one, it's really just saying, I'm ready to become more, show me how. Or something I love saying to myself um, is, God, please show me the deeper truth of who I am. And then I disconnect from whatever that answer is and I let the answers just slowly show up and the right teachers or the right readings or the right conversations just begin to populate your life in a really delicious way. <laughs> you know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant... Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Can negative energy attract positive energy, Dev? No. Impossible. No. Yeah, it's impossible. You know, it's... um. The energetic exchange is such a deeply powerful and sacred experience. And when you're rooted in negativity, we're each the, we're each the co-creators of our life. So we're in co-creation with divine power or whatever you like to call that higher power to really manifest the life of your highest vision. When we hold on to those seeds of negativity or we consider ourselves to be stuck or unworthy of more, which typically if you're negative, it's because you've given up a belief that you can have more or that you deserve more. And when you give into that mind frame, it doesn't allow any cracks in your wounds for the light to get through. So it's really hard from that space to be able to attract positivity, which is not to say you won't encounter some, but you just may not be able to recognize it when it shows up. Wow. Now, I want to know about, you, you're doing a podcast. You have a podcast that's on, um, you partnered up with Charlemagne. Now, yes. 
Now, let's talk about this podcast. How do you give out gems in this podcast? Dropping it's, gems. It's a lot. Yeah. You know, I'm really connected to just demystifying the journey. Um, I talk about things like my own musings, observations I'm having about the world, observations I'm having about myself as I do the work. I have guests on, you know, I had Charlemagne on the show talking about really unpacking his journey. I would love to have you, Envy. I would love to have you, Angela. So note to self. Tell him where we take uh, that at, though. Stun on him real quick. Say that again? T tell him where we tape that at. <laughs> oh, well, we were just on a little vacation in Mexico, but that's neither here At neither. your house. <laughs> All right. At your crib in Cabo. All right. You're trying to get me robbed at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um, no, but so in this season, so it's really talking to people about their journeys because so many people think they can't approach this work because they don't have this ideal thing happening or they, they haven't reached this level of success. So, oh, of course it's easy for you. And it's really about getting into like the cellular level of like, how did that switch start happening? How did you start allowing yourself to see the world differently and to shift? And in this season, I'm really excited because we're deep diving into a lot of metaphysics. I have incredible guests coming on the show, people doing deep work in decolonizing the mental health field, joy and pleasure work, really bringing pleasure to the forefront as a way to help women heal, um, using orgasms to manifest. We talk about that on the show this what? season. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we're getting there. You know, there, there's a lot of facets to this wellness. It's not just meditation there's so many healing modalities and so many tools to be on this journey and so this season i'm really trying to unpack it so for people that are like oh i can't meditate there's no way or oh that looks weird this looks weird i'm really looking to present so many different entry points for this path how did you break through with charlemagne i mean because you know <laughs> we talk i mean i mean we're being honest you know charlemagne a long time and you Dev, know how he was you know hurt people hurt people Dev is so you know important how he used to make to fun of people all the time um, it didn't matter if you were tall, short, black, white, if if you had Down syndrome, Charlemagne would make <laughs> that fun of you. That is not true. Time. I ain't never made fun of nobody with no damn Down syndrome. You told syndrome. me the kid in your school you made fun of, and you said the kid yoked you up. He didn't have Down syndrome. He was, like, autistic. Okay, autistic. But, you know, how, how did you, you know, get Charlemagne... <laughs> how did you get Charlemagne out of that? You know, how did you get him out of, out of that? that where he's changed a little bit? Where you know I'm seeing him, you know, walking outside with his bad toes, you know, hugging trees <laughs> and things like that. Like, how did you get him to that part? Well, Charlemagne has divine light on him, so I think that has always been in his cards since he was born to live this really beautifully big life. Uh, I think you know it's like. Charlemagne gets all the credit for that. He's done the work, you know, he's deep dived into himself. And I think that it's so hard to look at yourself for real. You know, we get so caught in this idea of shame or this idea of what we don't deserve or this idea that past decisions that we've made have to define what the rest of our life is gonna look like, especially with cancel culture. And I think it's so important that, you know, we allow people the room to stretch and to grow. Like as a society, we can only expand as the highest level of consciousness that we possess. So, so many of the ways that we maybe showed up a little differently was also, you know, kind of, um, it was kind of in the midst of what our collective consciousness allowed at that time. But, mm -hmm. you know, Char Envy, you know, Charlemagne's always been woke. Even when he was in the midst of his craziness, he has had that he's, seed. He's super woke now. Now, when I seen Charlemagne <laughs> hugging a tree and holding a tree, 
and walking around in the grass with his ugly toes? I said, Charlotte. First of all, I had a pedicure. You did not have a pedicure. Number two, that was called grounding, sir. Okay, I was centering myself. Okay. All right? I be hugging trees, too, so. Why is that important? Tell them why grounding is important. Oh, we have to get anchored, you know, so we could let me try to say this in a way that that's going to really make it across because we could dive into like all the different energetic bodies that we possess. We have our kind of what's called a food sheath, which is our physical body that houses our soul, the skin, you know, bones and all that. And then you have your energetic bodies and there's so many different layers of energy that surrounds you. Um, but I think when we get into when we're on Earth and we're experiencing this human experience, this as spiritual beings, we have to ground, we have to remember to get centered and a great mechanism to do that is connecting with nature and really being able to behold the functions of the world and behold God's beauty and God's grace. And it's so important to do breath work. It's so important to plant your feet in soil, to plant your feet in the ground, to get restored, to experience sunshine on your skin and really hold space uh, to be mindful in those moments and to experience all the little joys that come with it. You know, De Dev is so important. You know, she she's one of the most important people in my life. But the reason I feel you're so important to the culture is because you are hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? Watching you grow from Tupac to Deepak has been one of the, the greatest joys in, in, in my life. And I want to ask you, like, what what did Tupac do to open up your third eye? Because since I've known you, you've been a Tupac head. <laughs> yeah, super obsessed. Uh, you know, the thing that I thought that I always connected to so deeply with Tupac was how multifaceted he was and how awake he was at such a young age. You know, we forget, and obviously are there problematic lyrics? Was there some problematic behavior? 100%. But most of what we saw of Pac was him 24 and under. And the fact that he was able to showcase the array of human emotions and human experiences, I always connected to, you know, I've always, always since I was a little girl been fascinated by transformation, really been deeply introspective and wanted to know what are what are all the feelings one can feel? What are all the experiences one can connect to? And I think, you know, Pac said it so well. He he and figures, these really archetypal figures like him, like Oprah, you know, they spark the they spark that thing in your brain that lets you know you can have more, you can think more, you can be more. And when you see Pac and you know songs like Keep Your Head Up, Brenda's Got a Baby, um, baby don't cry, you know, unconditional love, so many tears. There was so much depth to him. And that's something that I didn't really hear in that way growing up. And so I was just, I was floored when, when I was a little girl and Pac was on the scene, you know, mm -hmm. the things that he was saying, it just started expanding my mind and it planted the seeds to really seek out more for me. But that's why the journey has been so amazing for me to watch. Cause I'm, I'm, I think I met you in like 06, 07. And it was it was Pac and it was all West Coast, but you was always conscious. So just to watch that consciousness, just to continue to grow, to grow, to grow. And now where you, you know, you 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 work for Deepak Chopra, the chief impact officer at Chopra Global. Mm -hmm. You building with Deepak Chopra on a regular yeah. basis. Like that's just been very, very interesting for me to watch. Yeah, and you know, for for us all, I think, because we all know Dev on our, you know, on a, a different type of level for different purposes. But I've always trusted you, so I trust in this. Oh, Angela, thank you. Me and Angela used to be in the streets. <laughs> I didn't want to bring it up, you know, but yeah. <laughs> Girls trips to Miami and the streets in LA and New York. Yes, fight clubs <laughs> in Houston. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, 
Right. Gotta run. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot about the that. that um, <laughs> Debbie had to leave her car in the parking lot. I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> That's the old Dev. Let's talk so about. Let's, let's meditate, guys. Let's. Uh, let's do it. Oh, <laughs> before that, I want to talk about your book real quick. I want to talk about Crystal Bliss. There you go. Because, you know, Crystal Bliss, I want what are the benefits of gems and crystals? Dev sends me gems. She sends me crystals. I buried some in that tree you saw me hugging. I had buried, I buried some at the root of that. What are the benefits of gems and crystals? Yeah, crystals are such a beautiful accompaniment. And, you know, I think there's, there's so much education around mindfulness that has to happen for the BIPOC community because it's so much of it is misunderstood or people were giving given false narratives through different systems of belief of, what to stay away from, but people don't really even know, you know, what these things are, what they do. And I think crystals are such a beautiful accompaniment to whatever work that you're doing. They harness so much beautiful energetic power. Um, and it's believed that, you know, crystals, different crystals, there's hundreds, you know, sometimes into the thousands, even those, those aren't readily available, but there's so many to choose from and they all emanate energy, you know, energy, the fact that we possess it, the fact that we're made of it, the fact that, you know, we're able to radiate it, everything that exists holds that. And, you know, the thing with crystals is they're ancient. They're as old as the earth is. So they harness, um, in my belief, so much beautiful, divine, energetic power, and they're a great accompaniment to the work. And so great starter crystals for people um, that are looking to kind of start on the crystal journey. Got it in my book. Uh, but I would say grab some amethyst, grab some clear quartz, grab some citrine. Those are great stones to start with to really start uh, inviting in some new energies. Before we get into the meditation, do you get upset when you see people who seem to be like, you know, using, it's like performative wellness you know they're, they're selling crystals they're they're practicing they're, they're teaching mindfulness and like but they really haven't done the work yeah i think you know i wouldn't say i get upset about it i think it's dangerous for the people that are perhaps spending money or buying into things with someone who just isn't ready to teach yet i think we all possess the ability to be teachers and guides for other people based on the work that we do but this is the era of the expert, right? Like this is the era where everybody is marketing themselves and selling themselves. And so I just think it's important that if you do feel called to be in this field, you do the work. You know, it's not like I didn't just wake up and say, you know what? Forget radio, forget this. I'm going to start teaching and I'm going to just start talking. You know, I really I've been researching, I've been doing certification programs all over the world for the last eight years. Like I am deeply processed. And I just think that's important. And, but I think this field along with any other fields, you have your tiers, right? You have like your real deep, authentic people with excellence. You have people that are maybe okay. You have mediocre. Then you have people that are scamming, you know, but that's mm -hmm. the case with every single industry and anything that people do. So it's just important to vet the people that you want to learn from and really make sure that they're walking what they talk, really make sure that they have the right tools. Because when you do this trauma work, it's so sacred. You don't want to open people up to this raw space and then not have the tools to help them navigate through it. And, and you know, Dev has really done the work. And, you know, when I mentioned things like, you know, your house in Cabo, all right? <laughs> I do that for a reason because I literally have slept on Dev's couch. You know what I'm saying? Dev has literally slept on my couch, like literally in real life, you know what I mean? So to see us go from that to where we are now, that should be celebrated. And, and, we, and we both did it by pursuing our passions. I remember when you told me like, I'm, I'm not doing radio no more. I wanna go help people. I wanna go help people heal. 
And that could have been a tough decision, but yeah. that clearly was your life's work. Yeah. And you know, and I say this to say like, we're all helping people heal. It's just, I knew I was called to do it in a new way, but you guys help people heal on the radio every single day in major ways. I see y'all comments, like you are literally changing lives, <laughs> but. And I will say when I was in Houston, I remember you were like, come over the house. And then you wanted us to like play this game. It wasn't really a game, but we went over to your house and it was like, okay, now I want you to write down, like you were doing that early on. So yeah. the progression and the dedication to the work is amazing. Thank you, Angela. Yes, Angela came over and we played this game called The Wish, which is all about manifestation. And we had crystals as our little board pieces. I was like, okay, now write down, write down your dreams. And then we're gonna- <laughs> That's how you know I trust you because if it, it wouldn't have been anybody else. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'd have been like, all right, are we going to do a shot after each one? <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's do some meditation, Dev. What are we doing? Oh, okay. All right, everybody. Go ahead and gently close your eyes. Get as comfortable as you possibly can, whatever that means for you. And just take a moment to experience yourself inside of your body. So... Crack your neck if you need to, kind of shift your shoulders. Just notice where you may be holding any tension, any stiffness, and just set an intention to soften and to really relax. And now let's focus on our breathing. Go ahead and take a few deep breaths in through your nose. Hold it at the top and then exhale through your nose. And let's do that another time. Inhale through your nose. Big, deep inhale. And now go ahead and exhale. And now you can return to just a beautiful natural breath. Just gently letting the air come in and out, really nourishing your body, breathing in so much vital energy and love and then exhaling any energy that's stored that doesn't serve you. And as we sit in this space, just focus on that breath, feeling really grateful for this moment. Let's plant the seed for a few thoughts for the day. You can go ahead and repeat these silently to yourself with your eyes closed. I am enough. I am enough. I am safe. I am safe. I am worthy. I am worthy and just sitting in that awareness right now basking in your own love knowing that you are so deeply equipped for this moment that all the tools you've ever needed or searched for already exist inside of you and are ready to meet you as soon as you are Now let's take a moment and bring our hands in prayer position to heart center. Just really feeling that connection inside of ourselves, feeling grateful for our lives, however they may look in this moment. 
feeling grateful for our bodies. And let's hold on to the beautiful thought of namaste. The light in me recognizes and honors the light in you. And we can bring our fingertips to our forehead center and just take a gentle bow of gratitude for one another. And whenever it feels comfortable, you can gently float your eyes open. Thank you, Dev. Ooh. Dropping Gems podcast on the Black Effect iHeartRadio Podcast Network. When, when does it drop, Dev? It is live, uh, effective the 19th of November. Oh, so that's all right. The 19th. That's the, oh, that's okay. All right. That's, that's the day then. That's today. Today. <laughs> that's today. We're dropping today. Debbie Dev, yes. Dropping Gems podcast will be out today everywhere that you listen to podcasts via the Black Effect iHeartRadio Podcast Network. Dev, you know I love you with all my heart. I love you so much. And everybody, if you want to meditate with me every day, download the Chopra app. I lead daily meditation seven days a week there. Thank you, Dan. Right. Chopra app. I love you guys. Love you too. Love you too. Peace. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.